Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, Pastor Jim will introduce us to Mark chapter 6, verses 7 through 13, where we will camp for two consecutive weeks. Can you imagine what it would be like if Jesus came to you personally and told you he was granting you temporary use of his divine power to heal people of any infirmity upon a touch or a word? and granting you his authority over demons such that you could command them to depart and leave people alone in any situation. What would it be like to put that kind of power and authority into practice as you travel the country spreading the gospel? What would the healing look like? What would the spiritual authority look like? How would people respond? And considering what that must have looked like when the disciples were deployed in all directions with Jesus' power and authority, who can we point to today that performs in the same way? Anyone? These are only samples of important questions we might ask about this passage, and the important answers it offers are the focus this week. Here's today's slice of the message entitled, Apostles Boot Camp, Part 1. You say, oh, there's lots of interpretations. Yeah, there are. All but one of them are wrong. It's only what God inspired that writer to write to those people in that time. But that's not the end of it. Once you understand what that writer meant for those people to understand, then you need to look for principles which are derived from that interpretation. A principle is a timeless truth. It's not tied to just one place and one time. Uh, it's, it's a timeless truth which is always relevant. Principles will always be directly related to the character of God, the consistency of God, the morality and truth that He has revealed in the Bible. So once you know the interpretation, you start looking for principles. And there may be one, there may be two, there may be more, but you discover the principles that come out of the interpretation of the text. Then, once you have the principles, you can make personal applications. That means, in light of who God is and what He said here, here's something I can do that will please that same God. So, personal applications are well, they're, they're personal, and, and they can even be different for different people, but they will always be based on timeless principles which are rooted in the accurate interpretation of God's Word. So remember this, each text has one interpretation. From that may come one or more principles, and from those principles will come many applications. Now, Let's take a look at our text and see what we can learn. Jesus is going to send out the 12 apostles to preach on His behalf. His instructions to them are to them. But from that, we can learn better how to serve the Lord. Now remember the context. We're toward the end of that 
biggest chunk of Jesus' life that we call the Great Galilean Ministry. Spent about a year and a half ministering in the region of Galilee. He based most of that in Capernaum, probably uh, staying with Peter and Andrew and their families and their extended house there. So during that time, he, he did countless miracles. When you read of the miracles and the teachings that Jesus did in the Gospels, most of what you read is uh, from the great Galilean ministry. And then another big chunk from the very end of his life, which we'll be getting to later um, in Mark. And as we saw last time, our, our text is again set in the late days of the great Galilean ministry. And we can learn from what the 12 apostles did when Jesus sent them out and... We'll learn, I think, better how to apply passages like this. Now, here's where we're going. I call this Apostles Boot Camp. Number one, learn teamwork. Two, trust God to supply your needs. Three, concentrate on good fruit. Four, preach the gospel clearly. And five, live out the gospel you preach. I would submit to you not one of those five points is directly from the text. It says, The text is not directed to us, but from what that text means, these are legitimate principles that can be applied in any place. Now, that's verses 7 through 13 of Mark chapter 6. Today, we're going to come really close to finishing the first of those verses, but we'll be back. That's a good thing about ministering in one place. You can keep working as long as you need to to get something done. Mark chapter 6, verse 7, we read this. And he summoned the twelve and began to send them out in pairs and gave them authority over the unclean spirit. Now, this is a specific plan that Jesus put in motion. He didn't just think this up one afternoon. He wasn't just looking for a weekend with the kids away so he could relax a little bit. Uh, This was a plan. Uh, This verse uses verb tenses which tell you that Jesus did this over some time. It was a process. Uh, The way it's worded in Greek paints the picture of Jesus selecting two of the apostles at a time, calling them to meet with Him in private, and then sending them out in pairs. And it may well have not happened all in one day. Notice our translation says he began to send them out in, uh, in pairs. Maybe, maybe he first instructed them as a group. That, that's quite possible, but this text doesn't say that. But maybe after that, he, he sent out a pair on Sunday and a pair on Monday, you know, six days in the week and then the Sabbath. Maybe he sent out one pair a week. We don't know. Maybe he sent out three pairs one week and three pairs the next week. We don't know exactly how he did this, except that it was uh, dealing with each twosome privately. And I'd like to think that he didn't tell, uh, that he didn't say exactly the same thing to all of them. Same commands, but I wonder if he didn't tailor make it to who these guys were. We don't know for sure. But the words translate the word translated summoned is used in several places in the New Testament to describe the specific call of God to an individual. It's used both for God calling people to Himself, as in the the irresistible call that you felt to come to the Lord in salvation. 
It's also used for, in like places like this, uh, for calling people to specific service for the glory of God. All that makes it clear that this is a determined plan implemented by Jesus for training the apostles. Notice next, he sent them out in pairs. This was the first time that Jesus did this since he'd called these guys to follow him. You know, he he invited people to follow him all the time, but he specifically called 12 to, to follow him, and they'd been doing that now for about three years. It was a little while before this, probably a few months before this. Remember, he spent all night in prayer, and then he came with a big announcement of the 12 apostles. So he had taken those 12 that he'd chosen. There was a larger group of, of true, genuine disciples who followed him very closely. He's designated these 12 who are going to be his special emissaries. Apostle is what that meant. That's what that means. And now he's going to send them out as his representatives. He'd never done this. They'd just been with him for three years. They'd been observing They've been helping, but this is the next stage of training in what I have called Apostles Boot Camp. Sent them out two by two. Now, why two by two? Well, I learned this week, after an embarrassing number of times reading through the Gospels, I'd never noticed before that it's only Mark that specifies that they went in teams of two. What's significant about that? I don't have a clue. But I'm proud of myself for finally noticing it. Uh, Only Mark says that. I think there might be an insight based upon Mark's past, but we'll we'll leave that to the Lord. Now, you need to uh, harmonize Matthew and Mark and Luke, because all three of them describe this, to get the the full picture. And there, there are several likely reasons for sending them two by two. That way they could give each other moral support, and a certain amount of protection, a certain amount of safety, uh, traveling in pairs. Uh, it would strengthen the impact of their individual capabilities, as they all had different personalities and different gifts. And so it would blend the message from two personalities into one message in kind of a human stereo presentation of the gospel. It also ensured that their message was meeting the biblical standard for truth, that there would be at least two witnesses. And it also taught these men that they needed to depend upon each other in the service for Christ. Aha! There's a principle that we can extract from the text. Now, don't you wonder how Jesus paired them up? Um, At this point in Matthew's gospel, He inserts one of the lists of the twelve, but it's the same general order as the other lists in the Gospels and in Acts, and and it doesn't say, even though he lists the twelve, it doesn't say how Jesus matched them up. You could perhaps infer that 
it, the names are, you know, the first two and then the second two and then the third two and then the fourth two. But I really don't think it was, it's that way. It doesn't, doesn't say how he put them together. And I'd like to ask them when I meet them. That is, that's on the list of the many questions I have to ask when I get to see the saints who've gone before us when I'm with the Lord. And I fully expect that when I'm with the Lord, I won't give a rip about my list of questions that I wanted to ask. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.